0: For the past five years, I've consistently written a blog for my coaching practice, Transformation Wellness for Women. If you'd like to check out my blog posts from the past five years, you can go to transformationwellnessforwomen.com forward slash blog. And I've written a regular blog for a few reasons. First of all, I made a promise to my community. And unless there's a great reason for me to stop, I don't plan on it right now. Secondly, writing a blog helps me generate and develop new concepts and ideas that I then share with my clients. And third, I really want to make you pause and think each week and not about others for a change, but about yourself and your wants and needs in your midlife years. Plus, at this point, I feel like I've adopted Jerry Seinfeld's philosophy on writing jokes that I learned through author Gretchen Rubin. Here's what she writes in one of her books. Comedian Jerry Seinfeld advised aspiring comedian Brad Isaac that because daily writing was the key to writing better jokes, Isaac should buy a calendar with a box for every day of the year. And every day after writing, cross off the day with a big red X. After a few days, you'll have a chain. Seinfeld explained. You'll like seeing that chain, especially when you get a few weeks under your belt. Your only job next is to not break the chain. So while I'm not writing a daily blog like some do, I feel as if I have a weekly chain that I don't want to break. And my blog has always been written. And for now, I'll keep sending out a weekly written blog to subscribers But with the launch of the podcast, I thought reading my blog on a weekly basis might appeal to those of you who'd rather listen than read. So here I begin a new chain for which I hope to bring education, inspiration, and motivation to those who are eager to become their healthiest and happiest selves in their midlife years. You'll find these short audios woven between my weekly guest expert interviews. And finally, like I've done and continue to do with many a podcast episode or excerpt in an audiobook I've downloaded it on my phone. If you find something I say especially important for you on your journey and you find yourself sometime in the near or far future needing to hear the words again in order to be uplifted, challenged, or inspired, know that this content will be here for you to return to 24-7, 365 whenever you need it. And that would be the greatest victory for me doing this. So thank you for listening and thank you for being a part of this with me. But more importantly, Thank you for taking this time for you right now. Four questions to reflect on 2018. Around this time each year, I'm reminded that there are generally two camps of thought on New Year's resolutions, those who are into it and those who aren't. Well, I'm in the into it camp. And it's not because all the New Year's resolutions I've made in the past I've stuck to or have come to fruition. Rather, it's because I believe a New Year's resolution is nothing more than a promise you make to yourself to improve in some desired way this coming year. It's a vow to not live or act or be the same as you did the previous year, believing that there's always room for growth and improvement in various areas of your life. Yet, where many make a crucial mistake while considering what they want the next year to look like is not taking time to reflect on the previous year. It's sort of like setting yourself up for what Albert Einstein referred to as insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Setting yourself up for positive change and improvement next year requires proper reflection on this last year so that you're able to build on those successes earned and lessons learned, big or small. Each year, I ask my clients to complete an annual roadmap. And today, I wanna share with you four 2018 reflection questions I asked them to complete before even thinking about 2019. So I encourage you to take some time before the end of the year to work through these four 2018 reflection questions, especially if you're considering making some positive changes in your life in 2019. So here they are. Question number one, big or small, what did you accomplish, improve, or make progress on this year? Question number two, what obstacles and challenges did you overcome this year? Question number three, What did you learn about yourself this year? And question number four, how did you grow this year? So remember, this is the groundwork on which you will build on to become a healthier and happier you this coming year. So set aside a little me time to really ponder them. I promise it will be time well spent. Next week, I'll be sharing the most important question of all when thinking about what you want for yourself in 2019. I'll see you then. If you find the Me Time Midlife podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it and support yourself while doing it. You can review it on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to listen to it. You can tell your friends about it or share it on social media. And if you want more me time in your life, consider becoming a member of the Me Time Midlife community. This is my online community of like-minded and like-hearted women in midlife who want to take charge of their life by cultivating their health, happiness, and purpose while building connections and friendships along the way. There are many benefits to joining, including monthly member-only Q&As with some of the experts you hear on the podcast. Plus, as a listener of the podcast, you get a special listener discount. Go to metimedlifepodcast.com to learn more. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, remember, you've been taking care of everyone else. It's your turn to take care of you.